I would like to share um, what I've been thinking about. I don't know, it's, there's a song that the youth sings that I really learned to uh, appreciate, and there's, when we were in uh, Louisiana, why Kyle was asked to be the chorister for their um, hymn sing they have one evening, and so anyways, I told Kyle, I said, well, if you need a song, here's, here's a song that you could sing. So he opened it up for request, and that was the first song that was requested. <clears throat> um, so often we hear about the love of God, and I thought Gary was going to take, take my message away, but then he went a different direction than I did, or am going to. But we talk about the love of God, and, and I tried to think of that song, and I couldn't um, put it all together. You know, if, if the ocean was, was filled with ink, you couldn't, you couldn't write the love of God. You'd drain the ocean dry, something to that effect. And we like to talk about the love of God and how God, even in our weakness, loves us, and we like to talk about that. This song is the heartbeat of God. I think some of you haven't, your, those papers, you will follow along. Sometimes I feel discouraged and I c- cannot understand the way the Father leads me, the way that he has planned. But you know best, O oh Lord, so draw me close to thee that I may feel thy heartbeat bringing life to me. <clears throat> sometimes I feel, or sometimes I live for self, and God seems far away, but I'm the one who slips, and I'm the one to stray. Oh, Father, please forgive me each failure as I pray, and let me feel your presence every passing day. By faith, I'll step right up and stand by Jesus' side to feel the beat of love and there to safely hide. But I will trust in him to see me safely through until in heaven with Jesus, oh, so real and true. The heartbeat of God means life and love to me. I don't want to be in doubt and troubled misery. So draw me closer, Father, upon up above, that I may always feel your heartbeat of love. And I ask Nathan if he would lead it. He'll just lead it from there. So. <clears throat> Sometimes I feel this
So we talk about the, the heartbeat of God as being love. I want to talk to you this morning. How, where is your heartbeat? How is your heartbeat? And I know uh, there's a few here, a few couples here, that their heartbeat is for each other. And that's their, that's their, that's their drive in their life. But what is your heartbeat with God? If God has that heartbeat of love to you, how is your heartbeat to him? I want to go to John chapter 14. I'll start with verse 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. If ye love me, keep or that word keep, is to guard from loss or injury. It's to protect. Um, is that same word is, was used by the, in the story of the jailer, uh, how he was supposed to keep Paul and Silas, and then when he didn't follow through with it, why well, he wanted to kill himself. So it's to keep, to guard, to protect. And the way we would do that today is to teach it and to live it and to talk about it amongst others. If you love me, keep then my commandments of what I ask you to do. And do we find that too hard? I'll, verse 16, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But yet ye see me, because I live, and ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, the Father in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and that loveth me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Our expression of love to our Father is to keep his commandments. And we would say, well, that's... Well, the way it is, our, our child's expression to the parents is to do what the parents ask them to do, an expression of love. And it's the same way with God. It is our um, expression in demonstrated out of love. I want to <clears throat> read a verse in First John. I'm going to be jumping back between First John and John quite a bit. So if you want to stick your finger in... One, you can. But First John 2, 3 to 6. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. So if we say we know him and keep not his commandments, it's, it's not true. 
He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandment, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith, he abideth in him, ought also himself also so walk, even as he walked. And then Second John says, And this is a... This is love, that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that ye have heard from the beginning. Ye should walk in it. Our love shall cause us, our love for, for God is going to cause us, if we are really committed, now let me start over on that. Our love shall cause us to dwell on his word if we are committed to loving God and others. So if you're committed to loving God and loving others, then we're going to be reading his word, and we're going to know what the word says, and we're going to apply that to our lives. And sometimes I think maybe we, we say we love and we don't. In 1 John 5, 3, it says, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. So do we find the commandments of God that he has presented in his word to us, and that we read, we find that comforting or joyful to, to live out? Or do we find ourselves cringing because of doing things, kind of like what Winston said, doing things and not having the courage to to um, to be obedient to those commands, Thomas Wilson quoted or said, "Commands of God are all designed to make us more happy than we could be without them." And I pondered on that for a while, thinking about the love of um, the commands of God is not a commands that, you know, that it, yeah, it goes against the flesh because we're, we're part of the flesh, but with the spirit living within us, it should be a joyful, a joyful thing. If our heart is beating toward God, we're going to do it out of love and out of gratefulness, and it's going to make us happy. The things of this world don't make us happy, but yet we will be more happy by following the commands of God, and we would say it don't make sense, and I would say try it. In First John three twenty three, it says, <clears throat> "And this is the command commandment that ye should believe on the name of the Son Jesus Christ." and love one another as he gave us commandments. So this commandment is God's commandment to us. And I don't know, there might have been some others that I could have come across. I didn't search it out a whole lot. But did God command anything other than the Ten Commandments for us as the new church believers, other than Love Jesus with all your heart. Believe in him, and you will be saved. And then in John 15, Jesus gives 
gives us a few commandments. And John 15, verse 12, it says, This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. And then in Matthew 22, he gives, uh, he was questioned about what is the greatest commandment. And Jesus said, uh, the greatest is to love, verse 37, for I say unto you, for I say unto you that this is written, must ye be accomplished in me, and was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning, uh, for some reason I think, I know what I just did. I did that when I was studying, too. I went to Luke instead of Matthew. Okay, Matthew 22 will make more sense. 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. And then Jesus said, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. And what Jesus is saying here is all the things that God commanded in the Old Testament is fulfilled in these two verses. You know, if if you love God with all your heart, you're not going to serve idols. If you love God with all your heart, you're You're not going to be killing and stealing. And if you love your neighbor as yourself, so on. So these two commandments Jesus did give to us. But the Bible is full of, the New Testament is full of commands for us. And I would like to read a few to you and just see how you're doing in those commands. And I know you're going to say, well, those aren't commanded but they are. We just don't see it as a command. We just see it as, well, he talked about it. But this is what Jesus once wanted us to do and live these lives. Do good to others, a command. Love your enemies. Judge not. Repent. Rejoice. Commands. Let your light shine. Do not lust. Be perfect. Lay up treasures in heaven. Love not the world nor, or the things in the world. Honor your parents. Keep your word. Go the second mile. Beware of false prophets and leaven among us. Fear not. Take my yoke and learn of me. Go to the offender. Forgive the offender. Dying to self, being under your authority, government and church. And God tells us men to love our wives and that women are to accept her husband's provision and protection, being under his authority. Women's are to cover their hair. And I could go on. But these aren't just talked about in the New Testament. These are commands that God wants us to live out in our lives. So, if we've come to the point where we started minimizing the commands of Christ and say, well, he didn't really mean that, well, 
you know, I can love my enemies, but you, you know what I'm doing, saying, minimizing. And I think we've seen that in the churches. Um, you know, women were commanded to, to bail their, their heads. And, you know, they smaller, 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 minimizing what God commanded the women to do. And so on, the same way with us as husbands. You know, we, we are to love our wives, we are to lift holy hands, and so on. So have we done those things? Some of these commandments we do without thinking, and others we have to make an effort to do. Is it a heartbeat of yours to do that? And I'm not saying just a few of these, I'm saying all these, and then all those that I didn't mention. Is that your heartbeat? If God speaks to you and say, you need to love that person, will you do it? Because of our heartbeat for him. It's our heartbeat of love for God that is the key to doing those things for him. It's life and love for the other individual and for us. In John 14... We see Christ set the perfect example for us. Verse 31. But that the world may know that I love the Father, as the Father gave me commandment, and this is Jesus talking, as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do, arise, let us go hence. So Jesus is saying here, that I love the Father, and I have kept his commandments. And he expects the same from us. In John 15, verse 20, it says, Remember the word that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. I said the wrong, read the wrong verse. It's verse 10. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I've kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And then I'll have a verse in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8. Though he were a son, yet he learned, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. So Jesus, being the Son of God, learned obedience. So can we expect to have the Spirit dwelling within us and not follow his commandments? I know what I would say but I trust you will make that decision. First John four, eleven to thirteen. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him. 
and he in us because we hath given us, because he hath given us the Spirit. So we can say, am I filled with the Spirit? How do I know I have the Spirit working in my life? Are you following the commands of Christ? You cannot expect to have the Spirit dwelling within you and not follow after the commands of Christ. It just will not work. Can't do it. If we don't keep the commands of Christ, we are not one of his. And I want to emphasize that. If we don't keep these commands that have been taught in Scripture, we are not one of his. You know, and I thought about it in Matthew 19, the rich man came to Jesus and said, you know, what must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus told him that, well, love thy neighbor, love God with all your heart, and love thy neighbor as thyself. And he gave a few others, and anyways, he said, well, I've kept these all from my youth. And Jesus says, there's one thing that you haven't kept, or one thing that you need to do for eternal life, and that is to sell all that you have. And, of course, he went away sorrowful. But I was thinking, is, is the Holy Spirit working in our life, but he's hindered because there's one thing in our life, and it may not be riches, but is there something in your life that is hindering the Spirit to work through you? You know, and, and maybe it's anger. You know, you, you can't love with anger in your heart. So you can't keep those commandments that, that God has asked us to do. Or bitterness. We may have bitterness in it. That's a hindrance because we aren't keeping all the commands of, of Christ. Or maybe it's self. We're too focused on self. We want things done our way, and that's a hindrance. So I wonder if Jesus gave us the opportunity and said, okay, you, you kept the commandments, yeah. Well, what about this thing in your life? And then Jesus says, you'll have eternal life. And that's one of the benefits, or not one of the benefits, the benefit of following the commands of Christ. You know, at the beginning, I mentioned uh, Wilson talking about making us happy. But the benefits of following the, the commands of Christ is that he's going to dwell within us. And what a blessing to know that God is dwelling within us and leading us. Sure, our paths may be rocky and misery and so on, but just knowing that God is here, God is in me, is going to be a comfort for us. And then we'll spend eternity with God. And that's true, is a benefit I think we're all here for. But to get there, we have to keep and do his commandments. So where is your heartbeat? Is your heart beating for God? Or is it beating for other things? 
that's a question you can answer. Shall we stand for a prayer? Dear God, we do pray for each one here this morning. I pray that you bless their lives. And Lord, give us that heartbeat. We know your heartbeat, and we know that your heartbeat is love and life. And we want to have that same heartbeat for you and also for others. And Lord, we we need you to dwell within us to be able to do that. So I just pray for each one of us that we can have that. And I do pray, Lord, for your blessing on those that are struggling with sickness, that you continue to be with them. Such a blessing to, to have the live stream and be able to communicate or see it that way um, services. So we just want to pray that you will continue to allow that. Thank you for your love to us, and we want to praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.